Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. It's fourth down in the Steel City, and it's not in Pittsburgh. It's in Pickettsburg, Colin. Before we get to the excitement of Kenny Pickett being the Steelers' starting quarterback moving forward, now according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, is the Steelers' season over as far as the playoffs and any meaningful football being played late in the season is concerned? The determination on the Pittsburgh Steelers' season happens in the next four weeks. Mm. Um they need if they don't go two and two it is that's my thought on all of this you know you have afc uh matchups ahead of you some of them you have an opportunity to make some hay maybe um you know beat a team ahead of you in the standings uh, at least an afc team and in, in the bills um yeah like if they need to go two and two they can't even go i mean they can't even go one and three i don't think and they're they're dead in the water if that happens yeah, two and six, you're done. If you're at three and five, the back half of the schedule is far more advantageous for you, and you could make up ground in the AFC North. So I do think that you would have a chance. It's crazy to me that they are where they are when you played the New York Jets this weekend. I mean, that to me was an unforgivable loss, regardless of the quarterback situation, regardless of anything. You got to beat the New York Jets at home and they couldn't beat the New York Jets at home. But now I'm burying the lead. Kenny Pickett going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Did Mike Tomlin play Kenny Pickett at the appropriate time, Colin? No, not in retrospect. No, it came out today too, that Kenny Pickett had the full suite of being able to audible at the line of scrimmage. If Mitch Trubisky wasn't offered that same situation, then why didn't Kenny Pickett play from the jump? Or why wasn't Mitch Trubisky able to audible at the scrimmage line? It doesn't make any sense. One of those other two things needed to happen. There, I, I just I don't understand now. I'm I'm full on board with Kenny Pickett being the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. I'm just lost on why right now. It either needed to happen out of the shoot. Mm-hmm. after Cleveland made it to where it was inevitable or you ride out Mitch Trubisky just a little bit longer. Like it, it doesn't make sense to put him in a relief pitcher role in the middle of the Jets game. I, I'm actually starting to wonder, this is Johnny conspiracy theory in me. I'm, in, I'm, I'm starting to, to wonder if the call came from on high at some point during Whoa. Sunday's game. Great take. I, I, the crowd is restless. They're being embarrassed. Stranger things have happened. I, it's very easy to never answer that question, but you have a place in Heinz Field where people seemed ready to burn that building down. It was the second series. They're already chanting his name. 
Uh, I don't think, I think there's a very small chance that that probably happened, but I wonder if the owner got involved. I don't think the general manager ever would. I don't think the new Not director of football or whatever um, would because he's maybe just too new in town. But I just wonder if the guy whose name is on the practice facility and who's, whose name has been associated with the team since 1933 said, hey, Mike, like, I'm not telling you what to do, but what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. And I'll tell you this. I don't think Mike Tomlin consciously was affected by the crowd, but I definitely think he was subconsciously affected by the crowd. Not only was the offense stagnant early, but you also just the energy, and it came through on TV. I know you were actually at the game. The energy in the crowd, the negativity was palpable. I could feel it. You could feel it in the city building up to the game. And I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin heard the Kenny Pickett chance and said, oh, we got to go with the rookie. But I do think that when you're on edge as it is, that feeling that the city pounded down, rained down upon the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think it only adds to your impatience. Mike Tomlin has preached patience. I think the energy wound up being part of the decision, the gut decision of Mike Tomlin to play Kenny Pickett. If it was a gut decision. Well, I think he was consciously affected. I'll take a step further. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not allowing you to stop where you stopped. I think that, and let's discount, even though I'm not willing to, that the owner did get involved, but let's just say that's a lame brain hack eyed sort of hack eyed sort of um, conspiracy theory. So let's throw that to the side, even though, again, I'm not totally discounting it, but I will for, uh, for this exercise. I do think that Mike Tomlin could have been consciously affected, and I'll paint the scenario for you. Walking up the tunnel after the first half, they had, was it 10-6 because mm-hmm. of the long field goal, I think, because they got gifted a long field goal on a, on a roughing the passer on a ridiculous, weird call at the very end. Boswell kicks a, a home run ball, and so it's 10-6. Tomlin's walking up the tunnel. They're getting booed off their home field, which has happened a, a hand – And I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think it's probably only happened a handful of times in Mike Tomlin's career. They're chanting one guy's name. Here's where the conscious part of it comes in. Mike Tomlin stands outside the locker room or just in the doorway or in the coach's portion of where they go in and says to himself, okay, I could, we can maybe get a spark if we go to Kenny. Also, he can run this kind of stuff. Maybe we're still in this football game. And also the crowd is turning on me. They're chanting the guy's freaking name. Like from a conscious situation, even if it's a small variable in a 2% variable and the other 98% is football, I just think he thinks that to himself if he doesn't audibly say it to somebody on the offensive staff. If not, someone on the offensive staff says, hey, Mike, like they're turning on us here. Um. We, I just think it did play into it consciously. It wasn't the driving force or a determining factor or a big percentage of the move, but I think we're naive to think it didn't play a part. He's a human. I mean, he's right. a human. You have to, the same way I, I have always thought it is more likely that the home team is going to get that charge call in college basketball yes. from the official. It's the same thing here with Mike Tomlin. Uh, regardless of whether he consciously makes that in his mind or not. I think it absolutely played a role. And 
this this game was fascinating to me, and this entire quarterback saga has been fascinating to me, Colin, because and we can talk about how Kenny Pickett played in a couple of moments, but sure. if Deontay Johnson catches a football over the middle of the field, right? If Deontay Johnson catches a football last week against Cleveland on third and three, a beautifully thrown deep ball from Mitch Trubisky. Steelers might find a way to win at least one of those two games. You're two and two. You're not going to Mitch Trubisky. We are so close to the Kenny Pickett era not having actually started yet. And then you wonder if it didn't, how long it then would have taken for it to start, if that makes sense. No, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Deontay Johnson may have done us all a favor by dropping a football in the long term in looking at this. I just, I'm still lost on what the plan was going into yesterday's game. I'm lost on what, what the plan was. If Kenny Pickett isn't lying, and why would he lie? He was simply an emergency relief pitcher. Because I'll tell you, even I watched warm-ups, and I watched them pretty diligently. And then I watched in through the first. He didn't move through the first half. <laughs> he didn't move from Tomlin's side or from where he was. He was the backup. But in an expeditious fashion at halftime, he came out a little early with the specialists or earlier than a guy rolling over from a first to a second half would. He got heated up real quick. I don't know what happened in the tunnel. I don't know how that all went down, if he even made any throws down there. But he heated it up real quick. So I don't – I have no reason to not believe him that he said, hey, I was told, and I was told to get in there and told to get ready. And like he got warmed up. It was like when a baseball pitcher gets hurt, and you t- take as many as you need, but make it quick. Let's go. So I honestly think Mike Tomlin just – thought on the fly and that's why i do think the crowd had something to do with it i maybe even think teammates had something to do with it i mean there could be a story we never hear that we hear later 20 years down the road that cam hayward or i can't even think of any leaders on this football team yeah right tj watt who's sitting out at this point because he's injured and rightly so or Mika fitzpatrick said listen we got to do something we're tired of doing this on this side of the ball i i just I, I refuse to believe – I believe Kenny Pickett that he was told at halftime just to go in, but I refuse to believe it was just unilateral. I'm with you on that. Because Mike Tomlin's too stubborn. Absolutely. Absolutely. This was not a 100% Mike Tomlin decision, unless this is something he had been thinking about all week. But to go back to your stubbornness comment, he's been preaching patience all off season, all season, they've stuck to the plan. I thought that they've stuck to exactly what they were going to do. And Mike Tomlin has said multiple times, the starting quarterback he selects is going to get a long rope. So I do think he was moved by the moment, but that's not good to me. You can't be a fly by the seat of your pants coach. I don't think some guys can, if that's who you are, I don't think that's who Mike Tomlin is. I think he's a measured man. And so I think he aired in one of two ways here with Kenny Pickett in this game. You either make Kenny Pickett the starter and you give him 10 days to prepare after the Thursday night game, or you tell Kenny Pickett, listen, if bleep goes sideways, you're going to be our guy at some point in this game. So get your head right, and you give him some reps, not enough to cause alarm, but enough to get him more worked up and ready for the game. So I think those are the two possible ways Mike Tomlin could have aired in this one. I think it starts even at a higher level, Adam, be perfectly frank with you. 
since I guess Bruce Arians was here and they didn't end up seeing eye to eye because Bruce retired, but where's the strong offensive voice that serves as the 50 50 voice on Mike Tomlin's shoulder, the angel and the devil, the good and the bad, that person saying, Hey, I got this on offense. I got it. We're doing this. Not just, I'm talking about running a wham or running this whiz or running this route here. I'm talking personnel stuff. This guy is the guy. Let's go. Yes, I'm putting my guy on the football field. Um, you know, Cower had that with Chan at times. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people that were strong offensive coordinators in this town that would offer personnel. I don't see somebody being given the latitude to do that, and I see that Mike Tomlin would be offended by an offensive coach offering that. I mean, my God, listen to Matt Canada from last week. The guy's a shrinking violent in Mike Tomlin's presence. Uh, The way that he talked about Mike Tomlin, he's the smartest coach I've ever been around. Yeah, it's because he's your buddy. It's because you coached his son at Maryland, okay? That's why you're here. You're here because you're a yes man. Todd Haley was a guy who I don't think was ever afraid to voice his opinion. Right. I think that's one of the reasons why Ben hated him and one of the reasons he wasn't there anymore. I think the same thing with Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, a lot of people like Bruce. A lot of people don't. He's not everybody's cup of tea. He's always damn going to tell you what he thinks, though. Those guys don't exist right now. Mike Sullivan sure as heck ain't saying anything. Mike Munchak might have said something before. He's gone, too. They don't have any of those guys, and that's by design. That's It, it is a mistake, but it's not a mistake that the coaching staff is lined with yes men. I oh. am... I am with, and you know, I get a lot of heat, have gotten a lot of heat in the past couple of days. This guy's done this. How dare you? He's accomplished. Am I not allowed to question the tactics of a football coach that hasn't won a playoff game since January of 2017? No, you're not allowed. Can't do it. Am I not allowed? I'm not calling for Mike Tomlin to be fired. I'm not. I don't think he should be. He won't hear that from me. But what I am saying is, it's a dangerous and toxic environment to have a guy who knows there's never even a conversation that he will <laughs> not even be fired, but he's not even up to be fired. Man, it is a country club there, Colin. He's not getting fired by the bosses. He's a Supreme Court justice. He can be there until the day he passes on. And the people below him ain't going to voice their opinion either. And the one guy who has been known to be like this, Brian Flores, he ain't going to say, Jack, you know what? Because he's only got a job in the NFL because Mike Tomlin extended him his hand. So Mike Tomlin doesn't have to fear the people above him. He doesn't have to fear the people below him. And there's nothing worse in the professional world than being comfortable because comfortability leads to complacency. As much as Mike Tomlin loves the job, and I believe he does, and I believe he works hard to not have the fear, the fear is a motivating factor, my friend. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's crazy. What do you want to get into next? Let's evaluate the rookie quarterback's play. What do you think? Let's do it. <laughs>